0: Love, talk, radio. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor. I am your host, Kevin Taylor. So glad to be here with you as we record this program on Friday. Yes, Friday it is almost the middle part of November. Can you believe that? Wow. It, <laughs> it's hard to believe, right? November ninth. It's the date, and of course we've got a lot of football action to talk to you about. Of course, the Atlanta Falcons—they're going to be in action this coming Sunday inside the Georgia Dome against the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. If you know me, if you've been listening to my show throughout the years, you know I do not like Dallas—not at all. And of course, we've got Georgia—they're taking on Auburn this coming Saturday over in Auburn, and. Wow, that, that's going to be a great matchup. Then you've got Virginia Tech coming to Atlanta to take on uh, uh, Georgia Tech. Uh, it's going to be a great matchup there uh, beginning just after 12 o'clock. And that uh, game, I think, was we'll started at twelve twenty. Yeah, 12-20 on the uh, Ace, ACC Network. And uh, you can definitely uh, watch that game. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's going to be a great college football weekend. It's going to be great. And, um, wow, you know, I just, I just cannot get over, you know, how much, you know, Atlanta has embraced football and uh, just a whole overall uh, atmosphere with Georgia being ranked number one in the uh, college football uh, rankings for the playoffs. Georgia Tech, well, they're trying to find their identity right now. Uh, not really uh, coming together as they really had hoped. But uh, what can you say? This is going to be a uh, a work in progress, I think, with Tech. I think with the canceling that Central Florida game, that actually that that hurts. Because now you need two wins to become bowl eligible. And I don't think it's going to happen. You've got Virginia Tech, then you got Duke. Then on top of that, you got Georgia. Well, you can do the math on that. You do the math on that. So that uh, game that uh, was not rescheduled, I think, hurts. It hurts. But at any rate, you know, we're going to talk about uh, the Falcons, Tech, Georgia, get into a little bit of basketball right here on this edition of TNBA Sports with Kevin Taylor. So let's start with the Atlanta Falcons, as uh, if you have not heard by now, Ezekiel Elliott, he's out. He's going to be out for Sunday's game against the Falcons because his suspension was upheld. Yes, um, I know Cowboy fans are very devastated about this news, but um, he's out. And, uh, of course, you know, he was – Uh, suspended for domestic violence-related charges, but uh, the Cowboys are going to be going on without him. But uh, that's a bulk of their offense that they're going to be losing. And uh, it's going to be tested for sure. The Cowboys coming to Atlanta with a three-game winning streak. The Falcons, they're also trying to find their identity because they dropped their last game against Carolina. Had the momentum early in the game and then wind up losing. But the down pass that was dropped by Julio Jones. It was a, uh, hurt all, I'm sure, throughout the state. It was in Julio's hands, but he dropped it. Mm. Well, going back to Ezekiel Elliott, he's the second leading rusher in the NFL. He's going to begin a 6 year suspension uh, this week. A federal appeals court in New York on Thursday denied his request to extend a hold on the suspension. The Cowboys are five and three and two and a half games behind first place Philadelphia, who's on a roll right now with the best Record in the league in the NFC East. Now, uh, they're going to try to, like I said, keep that momentum without Elliott. It's a huge loss. But uh, the Cowboys, they've got Alfred Morris, who's a former 1,000 yard rusher, and Darren McFadden. Uh, So, and you add Ross Smith into that mix, you never know. The Cowboys may be able to pick up where they left off. I hope not. But at the same time, Dan Quinn, in his press conference earlier this week, did say that it's going to be a great game. So, uh, the Cowboys i going to come in here with uh, one of the best running attacks in football, a good pass rushing attack as well. But uh, the Falcons have lost four or five and have scored no more than 17 points in any of those losses. So, of course, Jason Garrett, he, in his first conference earlier this week, he had a lot of praise from Matt Ryan, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, even Julio Jones. And um, he said that uh, they've got a big-time quarterback. They've got two big-time running backs. They've got a good tight end. They've got playmakers all over the place at receiver. They've got a lot of weapons. They know how to use them. They challenge you in a lot of different ways, and that is for sure. So uh, we'll see uh, how this game will play out. It's going to be at 4:25 or park on Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, better known as the House that Arthur Blank built. <laughs> Another side note: Place kicker Matt Bryant—he's uh, been hurting. Uh, Falcons have uh, signed Mike Meyer. Um, as a backup to uh, Matt Bryant, uh, Bryant missed practice on Wednesday and Thursday with a right calf injury, so we'll see how, um, you know, he looks probably at game time. Uh, no word on how Bryant looked on Friday. I think he did return to practice on a Friday. Bryant hurt his leg in warm-ups before last week's 20-17 to loss against Carolina, but still made a 53-yard field goal. So we'll see uh, how, that, uh, how that works out. Uh, David Irving. Is gaining on uh, his fellow teammate defensive end Demarcus Lawrence, who is second in the NFL with ten and a half sacks. He believed that it will end the halfway point of the season. Irvin leads all defensive tackles with six sacks in four games after the Cowboys' first four on a suspension for performance-enhancing drugs. Irvin um, is six seven, and uh, he has a sack in each game, and has already risen to second on the team behind Lawrence, who also has a seven-game sack stretch streak to start the season. And, uh, but didn't uh, against the Chiefs not long ago. So it should be a good game, of course. You know, like I said, you know, my history with uh, not liking the Cowboys. Yes, I am giving my opinion here. But I think the Falcons will win. I think they will. It's a must win. So they know what's at stake. They got to get it done, for sure. And uh, the only way they're going to do that is uh, get out there and get it done. And so game time is going to be over. <laughs> number two, Georgia—they're going to be facing number ten Auburn on Saturday, and that's, that, game, that game will be in Auburn. Georgia is number two nationally, but number one in the uh, uh, playoff rankings. is nine and zero, six and zero in the SEC. Congratulations to the Bulldogs—they wrap up the SEC East last week with their win over South Carolina. So, so congratulations to Kirby Smart, his staff, and players. Are being the 2017 SEC East champions, so we'll be seeing them also in the house that Arthur Blank built, better known as mercedes standing Stadium, coming up on December 2nd here in Atlanta. Uh, but um, uh, Auburn is number 10; they're 7 2. Number 10 in the CFP rankings. Kickoff is at 3:30 on Saturday. You can catch the game on CBS. I feel everybody to be able to watch the Georgia Bulldogs every week now. You know it was Alabama, but no, it's Georgia. Yeah, uh, Georgia actually leads the series fifty-seven, fifty-five to eight. This is one of the classic rivalries, not only in college football but in the Southeast. Uh, the Bulldogs, of course, have topped the playoff rankings for the past two weeks, and they can hold on to that position with the win. Uh, the Bulldogs, like I said, they've already clinched the SEC title. Now, uh, the last time they started ten and zero, check this out: nineteen eighty-two. Yeah. Days of Vince Dooley, Herschel Walker, Book Blue, Lizzie Scott, you know, those guys. Yeah. Can you believe that 35 years ago? Wow. The Tigers are, hey, they're trying to keep this slam playoff hopes alive. And, um, of course, they're going to be facing Alabama here coming up in a few weeks, but they're not looking ahead to that just yet. They've got Georgia on their mind for sure. Um, Now, here's something that you may want to realize. Georgia's running game, and it's a big running game, led by Nick Chubb and Philip Michelle, how would they do against Auburn's run defense? How would they do? Now, here's this. The Tigers have only allowed six rushing, rushing touchdowns all season. The Bulldogs running last in the SEC in passing offense. Well, you know why They've got a freshman quarterback. You know, he's not been throwing the ball that down, that far down the field. But at the same time, they're still winning games. They're doing what they have to do to move the ball down the field, and that's what you want. I don't think they're going to really matter about that stat. But um, Jake Fromm, we're going to see if he makes some plays uh, with the defense, likely of course, stopping the run. So it's going to be a great, great matchup, I believe. The SEC's number two rated passer from also has to, um, you know, avoid a lot of mistakes. Now, Karan Johnson. Uh, Auburn's uh, workhorse, he's the average 26 carries over the past five games. Now, he leads the SEC with 15 rushing touchdowns and, get this, over 124 yards per game. Now, Georgia has won nine of the last 11 in the series, so, you know, everything should bode well and bode very well for the Bulldogs in this one. Now, Auburn's two wins came in 2010 and 2013, and, of course, that was the year they played for the national championship. now, here's my take on this. I think Georgia wins this game. I think it's gonna be close. It's gonna be one of the closest games that Georgia's had, probably since Notre Dame. But I think Georgia gets away with a win. On the road, hostile environment. And uh I think they get I think they can do it. I think they can do it for sure. It's Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. We're talking football here on this edition of the program right now. And of course you can reach out to me anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kevin Taylor ninety eight. Also make sure that you check me out on the YouTube channel. That's Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. So you can go there and check out any interviews and uh my latest post actually was the um post game comments from James Harden of the uh Houston Rockets. Uh, that was done last week though, but uh, they were in town uh, uh to play the Hawks last week and you'll see his post-game comments in entirety. That's right, in entirety. I did not, uh, you know, slack on that. I want to give you the full version of what went down in the locker room. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. But uh, TaylorMate Sports with Kevin Taylor on YouTube, Kevin Taylor 98 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all right? All right, so we're still talking college football here. Great games this week for sure. Uh, Like I just just told you, uh, the Falcons will be in action against um, Dallas, Georgia. Big game against Auburn. And Georgia Tech, they're fighting for their lives, trying to stay relevant. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And they're going to need some help for sure. They really do. You know, the two Ticks, that's what I call them, the two Ticks. Virginia Tech has a great program for you, Justin Fuente. And how will Georgia Tech stack up to Virginia Tech? Virginia Tech is playing some great football right now. And it's going to be a great game. In the Flats, Bobby Dye Stadium just up 12 noon. The two Techs would throw down. Yeah. Virginia Tech comes into this game ranked right nationally at seventeen. And uh, you know, pretty much college football playoff ranking is out of reach. But uh, you know, they're still taking it game by game. Now they did have a crushing loss to Miami. Virginia Tech is seven and two, three and two in A C C and um You know, both teams, of course, are out of it for the the, uh, division. And I know they're very disappointed about that. But here's what happened last season. Virginia Tech, they lost 30-20 to Georgia Tech last season. And check this out. Last year, Tech won the game with a backup quarterback completing only can you, can, you, can you guess how many passes he completed? Can you guess? Just take one guess and double that. That's right, two. Completed two passes. So Georgia Tech has his work cut out for them on Saturday. Of course, Georgia Tech, like I told you, they're fighting just to get into a bowl. That game that was canceled with Central Florida was now rescheduled, so now you need two wins to get bowl eligible. Tech is 4-4. Like I told you, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Coach Paul Johnson said earlier this week that we had way too many missed assignments the last two games. It's frustrating. A lot of it's basic stuff. And I would agree. I saw the Virginia game last week. They put up a good fight, but they could not close it out. Could not close it out. Same thing with Tennessee, a one-point loss. Could not close it out. Bad against Clemson. I thought they were pretty competitive against Miami. Almost beat Miami. So, you know, you've got games, but this team has just come up short all but one game, and that was against Clemson. This, key, this team could argue, arguably be a one-loss team, maybe two. They could easily be 6-2, already the bowl eligible, easily. But now here's what works in Georgia Tech's favor. The triple option offense, at least the ACC and rushing offense, it averages about 332 yards per game. Virginia Tech is allowed the fewest yards on the ground, though, with about 123. Now, Tech last season uh, put up some good numbers against Virginia Tech with 309 yards, but uh, they've had some success against that triple option, though. Uh, Georgia Tech has lost 17 of his last 19 games when failing to rush for at least 200 yards. And uh, three, actually, of those losses were to Virginia Tech. So we'll see how it comes out. Uh, Now, Ticorna Marshall, he's going to be vital to Tech's offense. He's completed just 42% of his passes. Uh, Virginia takes Josh Johnson, he's, uh, he's doing very well as a freshman, passing for just over 2,229 yards and 17 touchdowns. Uh, but, hey, it was rough against Miami for sure. But uh, we'll see which quarter that comes up pretty pretty good here on Saturday. Uh, Cam Phillips, he's 112 yards away from breaking the school record for a career of receiving yards. Isaiah Ford holds that record with 2,967. But, I like I said, Cam Phillips is 112 yards away from breaking that. I think Virginia Tech gets the win in this game. I'm sorry, Tech, you know, I love you. But I've got to be real here. Virginia Tech gets this game. Tech uh, will fall to 4-5, and five, unfortunately, and must win out to uh, become bowl eligible if that happens. But hopefully, hopefully it won't. Hopefully it won't. Prove me wrong. If anybody over at tech is listening to this to this program, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, please. Please do that for me, okay? It's Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. And uh, hopefully I didn't I could think about from Georgia Tech. <laughs> I just gotta be real. I, I cannot sugarcoat the situation for anybody. You know, I gotta gotta do that. All right, now, the the, the men's basketball team, they're actually uh, over in Shanghai, China. They're about to tip off against my favorite team from out west. Yes, UCLA. Uh, Who do you root for in this game? It's the season opener for Tech and UCLA. Playing in Shanghai, China, 11.30 p.m. tip off. So that's just a few minutes after we close out this broadcast for sure. Now, Tech will open the season in China, like I told you, and take on the 21st-ranked UCLA Bruins as part of the 4th annual Pac-12 China game, and that's going to be in Shanghai, China. Now, Tech, hey, they're, all, they're all giddy, giddy, for the second season under Josh Pastner. The young man, he had a great, successful initial campaign in the ACC last season, winning the 2017 ACC Coach of the Year after going 21-16 overall, and uh, reaching the championship game in the NIT last year. So, Tech, they, they got some high hopes to get to the NCAA uh, play this year in, in postseason. Now, Tech played two exhibition games in prepare in preparation, actually, for this opener, uh, they lost 65 to 58 to Georgia State on, on October 28th, Uh but that was to um, eight hurricane relief efforts, and uh, a 78 60 win over Faulkner on November 2nd. UCLA they're entering the fifth season under head coach Steve Alford. They went 31 and five last season, 15 and three in the Pac-12. They reached the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament, and that was for the third time in its four seasons at UCLA. Now, uh, the Bruins, they won their only exhibition game, 111 11 to 80 over uh, Cal State, Los Angeles. Now, uh, now check this out. The uh, Tech UCLA game will be played at 1230 p.m., p.m., so that means it's going to be 13 hours ahead of us on the East Coast on a Saturday afternoon local time in Shanghai, and that's 1130 on Friday night in the States. The game will be televised on ESPN, and uh, radio coverage in Atlanta can be heard on the flagship station at six eighty. The fans, so uh, Tech doing the thing Everywhere around the world. They've been around. They've been around the world. <laughs> I know a lot of those players don't even probably know that song, man. Wow, unbelievable. You know, just going cool to show you how how old I'm getting. That song. The original version Melissa stands was out was out in the eighties and then of course Diddy remade it. You know, Mace, uh, you know, Biggie. But that's a different story. But uh <laughs> who do you vote for in this game? Yeah, yeah. I gotta go with the hometown team. Gotta go with go, gotta go with the Georgia Tech. Gotta go with Tech. <sighs> but it hurts me. It hurts me in UCLA. UCLA. More than you know. Yes, it does. All right, we're going to keep it on college basketball here. Uh, We've got some other uh, important news to pass along here. Uh, Season opener, Georgia Southern. Can you believe this? They got a big upset win over Wake Forest. Yes. Ike Smith hit two big free throws of his career. The biggest probably. And uh, with 3.9 seconds to go, he gave Georgia Southern an 85-83 road upset win over Wake Forest in season opener for both teams. Can you believe that? The Demon Deacons of Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons, wow. Coming off of their first NCAA tournament in seven years, they lost for just the second time in their last 29 home openers. And I know that the people of North Carolina were not happy about that. They were not. Georgia Southern last beat an ACC opponent where they beat Virginia Tech, 83-78 in 2013. So, uh, big win for Georgia Southern. They host Cal State Bakersfield on Monday night. They started a two-game homestand. Wake Forest, they're going to be hosting Liberty on a Tuesday night. But a big win for uh, Georgia Southern for sure. And uh, congratulations to them. You know, that's, that's going to turn my hands for sure. So hopefully they can keep that momentum up if the season continues to go on. Um, now, Georgia, you know, they got a big win on uh, opening night as well. So it uh, looks like Georgia Southern and Georgia put together some wins. So, Tech, what are you going to do? You know, you, you gotta, you're you got in China representing now. You've got to uh, come back with a win as well. Georgia State, they got to win also. They got to win tonight. So, you know, it looks like uh, some some great basketball action that is in store for Atlanta. Wow. Now, that's unbelievable. If you think about that, you're going to have some great basketball action throughout the season, great teams coming to Atlanta to play, some good uh, uh, matchups, no matter who it is, you know, it just, it's that time of year. You can't deny that. It is that time of year. And, uh, you know, it's great to to have the the, the the competitiveness, you know, like a Georgia Southern and a Wake Forest. It's great to see that. Now, Georgia, on the other hand, they beat Bryant. 79 to 54. Not much of a contest here, but uh, that was an easy win. It was a season opener for both teams in Athens. Congratulations to the Bulldogs. They get a they get a win there. Um, now, not a lot of people were there. Probably people were heading over to Alabama to check out the the football team's game against Auburn on a Saturday. But uh, <laughs> just under 8,000 people were there. But uh, Georgia, they have a stretch of three straight home games to open the season, and they face USC Upstate on Tuesday night. So, uh, should be uh, another win for the Bulldogs on Tuesday. Now, moving on to Georgia State. They beat Carver Bible College on Friday. DeMarcus Simmons had a triple-double to lead Georgia State in a 90-50 90 to 50 win on Friday night against Carver Bible College. Simmons was nine of 13 for the floor, for 20 points, and had 10, 10 assists and 10 rebounds. Georgia State they got out to a 42 to 19 lead at the half, and uh, pretty much it was nonstop from there. And so of course the rest is history. Georgia State they get a win to open up their season as well. So congratulations to them. Also Clock Atlanta. They're playing in a tournament and uh they going to win over Rollins College. Yeah. Uh Georgia Georgia uh is is, is putting out some, some great talent right now. Darrell Walker doing a great job over at uh, Clark Atlanta. These guys these guys believing they can win. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. You know, these guys uh erased a seventeen point deficit to win this game. So I know Coach Walker and the staff and the guys there on Cloud Nine about this week. And uh Rollins College is actually ranked thirteenth uh, in the uh, National Association of uh, Basketball Coaches Division two preseason poll. Um uh, Rollins, the Tars, they outscored Clark Atlanta sixty four to forty seven in the first half. But Clark Atlanta in the second half was totally different. Maybe Coach Walker said some things that uh, really fired just these guys up. They hit 11 of 19 three-pointers to take the lead, and the rest was, a, like I said, it was history from there. The Panthers come out with a 106-103 to 103 win, and uh, Park Atlanta would now face Florida Tech on Saturday at noon. Florida Tech was defeated by Morehouse, 87-82, to 82, on Friday. So now it's going to be Morehouse and... Rollins facing each other on Saturday. So uh this game is actually going to um be a good one as well as both uh, Clark and Morehouse are playing the South Region crossover that tournament and uh, Rollins College. I never heard of Rollins College actually, to be honest, but uh hey, they're number thirteen and uh they're still ranked. So congratulations, like I say to uh Coach Walker. You know, in his uh, season opener as well. So, doing big things over at CAU. All right, the Atlanta Hawks. Well, they're being the Atlanta Hawks this year. Yeah. They lose again on Friday night to Detroit. They're on a three-game road trip. Uh, the Hawks are not playing very well. They beat Cleveland on Sunday. A lot of people were shocked by that. But we kind of had a, a thought they were. Going to win that game. But uh, yeah, the Hawks get a win on Sunday against Cleveland, but could not pull it out on Monday against Boston and earlier tonight against Detroit. Andre Drummond led the Pistons uh, past the Hawks 111 to 104. So uh, the Hawks have now allowed at least 10, 110 points in six straight games and um, just not looking good right now. Still got some injuries. And the Hawks play Washington on Saturday night. Then they play New Orleans in New Orleans on Monday to end the road trip. Come back home on Wednesday to play Sacramento. And then next Saturday against Boston at home. Detroit, on the other hand, they play against Miami on Sunday. All right, but that's going to do it for this edition of Taylor night Sports. With Kevin Taylor, thanks again for joining me. As you do each and every week, make sure to check me out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Kevin Taylor Eight. Also the YouTube channel at Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. Never be discouraged, always encouraged. We'll talk to you again after Thanksgiving, my friends. So make sure that you have a happy Thanksgiving. May God bless you. And of course, keep Taylor Sports on your laptops. <laughs> Until the next time, my friends. I'm out.